They're in the trenches with Dave Lapham, presented by First Star Logistics. The Cincinnati Bengals fall, and I mean fall hard, 34-20 to the Baltimore Ravens in lap. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be the question on everyone's mind. Joe Burrow will start right there. Yeah, I mean, suffered a wrist injury. Um, I guess a sprain of some sort. Don't know how severe. Probably uh, more x-rays and MRIs to follow, but uh, unable to finished the football game. Jake Browning comes in for his first regular season NFL action. I thought acquitted himself pretty well, really had his first touchdown pass of his career to Jamar Chase and uh, created some things with his feet and his legs. And I thought he, uh, you know, he handled things about as well as they could be handled. Um, You know, obviously the uh, Baltimore Ravens are a potent offensive football team. They put over 400 yards up and over 30 points up and able to uh, to handle things. Yeah, I've got uh, Jake Browning, 8 of 14, 68 yards, a touchdown, the Jamar Chase there at the end. Joe Burrow was looking good, 11 of 17, 101 yards and a touchdown. And, I mean, and you also saw the running game. Joe Mixon, I mean, things were kind of clicking there until the wheels fell off and the wrist, whatever the injury is. Yeah, I mean, you know, he hit Joe Mixon with a four-yard touchdown pass. And, uh, and that was his last play. He tries to throw on the sideline and obviously was in severe pain. And Joe Burrow's a tough dude. I mean, for him not to be able to complete a throwing motion like that, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was shocking really to, to watch and, and, and not to be able to come back into the football game. I know, uh, how important that is to him to finish football games. Um, but he wasn't able to do that. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt, didn't finish the game. He had a quad injury. Uh, they, the guys were limping and gimping around on the football field. B.J. Hill had a non-contact, you know, knee uh, scenario that locked up on him, but he was able to uh, to w- work through it and and finish the football game. The uh, the mini bye week comes at a good time. Um, the, the big injury though will be uh, to to monitor uh, ten ga- ten days between games. Will that be enough for for Joe Burrow to? come back and uh, and get after it against the Pittsburgh Steelers. As you said, they get a kind of few extra days being playing on a Thursday night, but the schedule does not get any easier for the Bengals. Uh, we, we've seen this team with Joe Burrow gimped early in the season and, and the, what it suffered, but without him on the field at all, that, that that's a huge, huge hill to climb. Yeah, I, I mean, it is. You talk, you know, you don't have T Higgins, you don't have Yossi Vash, you don't, you don't have Sam Hubbard. And those are all key players for a matchup like this, a football game like this. But when Joe Burrow has to leave the game, when he just put his team in the lead, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's devastating. It's a quarterback league. The Bengals have one of the best, if not, you know, top, top two or three in the national football league. Um, and, and uh, when you, when you lose a, a player of that caliber, it's a, it's a it's a much different dynamic, and everybody understands and realizes that. Uh, the thing that uh, you got to figure out here, though, is two weeks in a row had some defensive struggles. I mean, Baltimore is a much better football team uh, theoretically than than what they faced with the Houston Texans, but you know they still give up 400 yards and another 30 plus points to a to a football team that's back to back weeks where you're giving up almost a thousand yards and you know, a bunch of points. So um, if, if in fact, Joe Burrow is uh, unable to go or limited in some way, shape or form, if he does go, 
you need to increase that running game uh, execution, and you need to play salty, solid defense. And when uh, the field position battle with special teams, I mean, the other phases have to step up in support of the offense that's going to be making an adjustment without their quarterback at the helm. You're in the trenches with Dave Lappin, presented by First Star Logistics. Reminder, everyone, take part in the giveaway. First Star Logistics is giving awesome prizes each week the Bengals play. Many more to come as the season continues. Lap, I mean, where where does this – I mean, is it all you, – you said it. The league is a quarterback-centered league. Everything goes and centered around the quarterback and understanding why. But has the game changed so much to where you cannot find other ways to win in this league? Well, Pittsburgh is. <laughs> Pittsburgh's doing exactly what we're talking about. They're not getting outstanding quarterback play, but they're running the football. They're playing great defense. They're taking advantage of opportunities to score when they when they can. Uh, they've been outgained in every single football game in terms of yardage. But yards aren't the scoreboard. Points are the scoreboard, and uh, they're six and three. They've scored more points than six opponents. So um, you know they're playing. Obviously, the formula is they're playing great special teams and playing outstanding defense, and their offense is doing enough, and that's the formula the Bengals might have to, uh, you know, adapt uh, with what's going on here, and they're going to have to do it quickly. Like you said, the remaining schedule, there's not one game uh, where the opponent has a losing record. So they're 0-3 in the division, 1-5 in the conference right now, and looking at a – I think I've seen where – their remaining schedule is the toughest in the National Football League. So if they're to make the playoffs this year, they're going to be earning it. There, there's no question about that. And now with a, a five and uh, five and five record, their chances of making the playoffs stand at 30.5%, and their chances of winning the division are 11.7%. So um, they've got their work cut out for them for sure. They're going to have to go on some sort of winning streak here and uh, and, and figure out ways to get that done. One of the positives again this week, Tanner Hudson, the tight end, four catches, 49 yards, 12 yards average. Uh, you have to give that young man credit. He's finding himself a home in this league. He is. I mean, I think, um, you know, there's there's a huge amount of trust being built between Tanner Hudson and Joe Burrow, and that's where he's got he's to get that trust is that's the most important trust, uh, not only with his coaches and other teammates, but. Joe Burrow and uh and and there's it's building there there's there's no two ways about it it's a it's it's a fact so um it'll be good to get Sam Hubbard back I think he is going to be able to play against the Pittsburgh Steelers uh they sorely missed him tonight um T Higgins will he be able to return against Pittsburgh I hope really don't know will Joe Burrow be able to play against Pittsburgh who knows I mean Cam Taylor Britt who knows so there's a lot of questions uh, right now in terms of physical status and availability for the next game 10 days down the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers. A couple of rookies getting a lot of playing time. When you look at Jordan Battle and also DJ Turner, uh, the Ravens picking on DJ Turner. The referees uh, also uh, quite handy throwing those flags on some questionable pass interference calls. Uh, sometimes made you wonder why the Bengals just didn't go and try to chuck it down the field and maybe get a call of their own. Yeah, and they did. They, they they did have uh interference calls. There were a bunch of them made in that football game. Um, in fact, the Baltimore Ravens had uh, 100 yards rushing and over 100 yards in penalties assessed against them as well. So uh, the, the officials were too big of a factor in this football game. They should not be – it should be decided by the players. It shouldn't be decided by 
yellow flags coming from officials' back pockets. When teams, when you lose a guy like Cam Taylor Britton, how big of a loss was because he's been making plays the last four or five games every week. Seems like he came up with a big play. That was a big loss, and I think, like I said, everything was focused on the loss with Joe Burrow, but on that defensive side, Cam Taylor Britt, that loss was huge. It was huge. There, there's no question. I mean, um, they were they were doing some damage throwing the football, and they were they were getting the ball deep, and and they they did get some pass interference calls in their favor they were also making some plays down the football field so when you lose you know a guy that uh has four interceptions in the last five games that's going to be uh that's going to be something that is is definitely a factor and that's what they had to deal with for sure and i thought one of the, the, the one of the pass interference calls against dj turner i mean to me he didn't impede the receiver whatsoever he barely touched him i know he didn't get his head turned to find the football but he was trying to do that um, I, again, I just think the officials had too big of a, a factor in the outcome of the football game in, in key situations. I mean, it's uh, let the players play, let the players decide the football game. Lap, I know you need to get to the bus to get on the plane to head back to Cincinnati, so I'll let you have your final thoughts here on In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, presented by First Star Logistics. Well, you know, it's uh, right, right now you don't know what you're looking at in terms of uh, who's going to be available to to tee it up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But one thing that you got to know is the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to play great defense. So Lou Anarumo and the Bengals defense have to figure out a way to go back to the drawing board and and, and basically make sure that they uh, don't let the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line and their offensive skill players take over the football game, no matter who's a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. So, um, and that's, that's about as far, I guess, as I'm going to go is that, uh, that Pittsburgh game, but, you know, you look at it, uh, it, it's daunting. You know, you, you got to go to Jacksonville on Monday night, Indianapolis, Minnesota, back to Pittsburgh, and then to Kansas City, back-to-back games. Um, we don't know the extent of Joe's injury. How long will he be out? Will he be out at all? Uh, there's just a big, big question mark surrounding this football team right now. But what you have to do is uh, when when your your stud is down, everybody else has to do a little bit more. You know, and uh, every every player, if you go out there and win your individual one-on-one position battle and then your unit, as a result of everybody winning their one-on-one position battle, your unit wins its position battle, you have a chance to win football games no matter who's quarterbacking. So that's what the Bengals' mentality has to be. They have to make sure that everybody else steps up and plays at a higher level. Lab, before I let you go, let me ask you, I, one of the pictures I saw was Joe's hand and that everyone's saying the wrist, but his pinky finger – on that throwing hand, look to be out there a little bit. Is it is it a wrist injury? Is it a hand wrist injury? Do you know? I mean, we, we were told that it was a wrist injury. Zach Taylor uh, said that as well. I mean, again, at this point, I mean, I guess you could classify it as a sprain, but I, they're probably going to take more pictures, MRI and x-rays and everything else to make sure that uh, they know exactly what's going on, on in there from a structural standpoint, but it is a wrist injury. He is Dave Lapham. You have been in the trenches presented by First Star Logistics. And a final reminder, if you're not taking part in the great giveaways by First Star Logistics, every week the Bengals play, you're missing out on some great prizes. We've had some great winners sharing sharing on Twitter, X, or what do you want to call it now, their prizes when they've got them, and they have been super excited. Lap, as always, appreciate your time after a busy day. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it very much. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, 
I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.